Welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets for Tuesday, January 25th here on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Cecil Peters and I will be going over today's eight-game slate with you guys here today. If you have any desire to follow me elsewhere, you can check me out on Twitter at CeasePeets or my website, CecilPeters.com. I do post a premium NHL bets article there daily. Comes with all the updated bets the day of. I do record this the day before, so it's hard to be finalized on some of these. And then that also includes all of my shot props and DraftKings picks, some of which are also aren't available at the time of recording this. If you want info on how to sign up for that, just hit me up on Twitter and I will be happy to answer any questions. And then lastly, before we get started with the games, please toss a like on this video if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening wherever you're listening to it. Give it a like, give it a review, leave a comment if you are able on what your favorite game to bet on tonight is. We're going to start in Pittsburgh. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins, heavy, heavy home favorites. This has kind of become commonplace in the NHL lately. We've seen a lot of really, really big favorites. We saw Colorado as deep as minus 600 a couple nights ago. They were against Arizona. They were against Montreal. They had big numbers in both of those games. A couple of them actually did end up going into overtime. Colorado did skate away with wins on both occasions. But you are seeing a few chances for these big plus money long shots to get wins. We got the Arizona Coyotes plus 310 against the Penguins minus 400 here tonight. Not a game that I'm betting the underdog in. There have been a few scenarios this year where I have bet the Coyotes as big underdogs. Worked out a couple times. Hasn't worked out a couple times. But Pittsburgh, I mean, well, let's just call it what it is. They're a top five team in the National Hockey League in the Arizona Coyotes. Well, they're a bottom five team in the National Hockey League. Pittsburgh knows how to win. They know that points in every single game are important. They will not take this game lightly. That's the benefit you have when you have the leadership and experience of guys like Sidney Crosby, Chris Letang, Jeff Carter, Evgeny Malkin, guys that have won cups in the league, guys that know how hard it is. They know how important every game is. They know they need to bank up points, climb their way up the standings, get that home ice advantage in the playoffs. So Pittsburgh's going to win this game. They're about as healthy as they have been all year as well. The only notable absence in their top nine forward group is Jason Zucker. He actually did come back for one game in Vegas, scored a couple goals, fired a ton of shots on net, and then I don't know why, but he ended up back on the injured reserve list afterwards. That was a bummer for them, but they got Dan Heinen filling his role for now, so their depth really paying off. Pittsburgh's just playing phenomenal hockey lately. Like I said, they know how to win games. They were down 2-0 to the Winnipeg Jets. Didn't look like they had a lot of life. A couple quick goals tied it up. They ended up taking that game in a shootout. Arizona is getting a little bit of offense lately from guys like Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz. Pittsburgh is allowing a few more shots than they have been recently. But as long as Tristan Jerry is a net, which I expect him to be, Arizona doesn't really have a sniff of getting a win here, let alone one or two goals. Pittsburgh in a landslide, but it's tough to bet with the minus 400 line. Next game on the night is Dallas. They are minus 130 in New Jersey to beat the Devils. Devils are at plus 110. Dallas just, they keep rolling on this road trip of easy opponents. Can't even fault them for piling up wins. It's just what they have to do. They've had to work a little more than I expected to get some wins. Late game heroics to get a win over Buffalo. Some late game heroics to tie their game against Detroit and win that in overtime. But they are finding ways to win. They are playing the night before. I don't know how that game's going because as I have mentioned before, I do record these the night before. So Dallas's game before against Philadelphia, I don't know how that turned out. I do expect Dallas to win that game. But like I said, no idea what the actual results are. The key for Dallas for me has been their scoring and not their top line scoring, 
Rupe Hintz, Jason Robertson, Joe Pavelski, one of the best lines in the league, piling up a ton of goals. We all know that already. We've been taking advantage of that for a few weeks. The key with Dallas right now is their secondary lines have started scoring as well. So you've got Tyler Sagan. He's shooting a ton right now. He's scoring. Jamie Benn scoring. Dennis Giryanov is shooting and scoring. Those guys are the key for Dallas because once you get that second line that can stop scoring or that can start scoring, you become a really hard team to stop. And Tyler Sagan, well, his salary says he needs to be a top three scorer, basically in the entire league with how much money he's making. The way this team is built, he's now a secondary scorer. So if he can pitch in 25, 30 goals a year, which is kind of the pace that he's playing at right now, if you take out his really slow start, that's a really positive sign for this team. They got Rupe Hintz anchoring the first line. Sagan and Ben no longer needed to be the top line scorers. All they got to do is pop in a few goals every now and then, and that is what they are doing right now. Minus 130 for Dallas is a great number. I am absolutely betting that for them to win over the New Jersey Devils, who just haven't been having very good luck with goaltending lately, and they just don't have the offensive firepower to keep up with Dallas. The next game is in Ottawa. We have the Ottawa Senators minus 160 favorites. You don't see that very often over the Buffalo Sabres. Buffalo actually came into Ottawa about a week or two ago and beat them, despite the fact that Ottawa put up over 40 shots, dominated the game, just couldn't score on seventh string goalie Michael Hauser. I love the sense here. Buffalo did beat down the Flyers in their last game. Ottawa's had a few decent results lately as well. They beat Columbus. They took Washington to overtime. They had a nice comeback against Pittsburgh, which not every team can do. Not a super dominant stretch, but we're talking about a game between two basement dwellers, so you kind of need to pick any good signs of positivity from that. The key for Ottawa, kind of like a poor man's Dallas, where they have the really strong first line of Brady Kachuk, Josh Norris, and Drake Batherson. Well, now they're getting some secondary scoring from their second line, anchored by Tim Stutzel at center. He's got Alex Formanton and Zach Sanford on the wing. Connor Brown swapping in sometimes when he's healthy as well. That's a secondary line that's putting up goals. They're generating a ton of great possession numbers when playing. Gives Ottawa a second option for scoring. They don't need the first line to get three goals for them to win. Against Buffalo's poor goaltending, I think Ottawa gets some goals and grabs the win here. Minus 160. Something I'm considering going to wait to see what the goaltending matchup is before finalizing that bet. The next game of the night, one of the two toughest games to handicap the day before, just because I don't have enough information. We got the Vegas Golden Knights plus 140. They're in Carolina. Carolina, a dominant, dominant hockey team, but they have given up a lot of shots and a lot of goals lately. Some of that can be attributed to having to bring in uh, goaltender from the college levels to play some games just because they're so down on goalies right now, but they will have starter Freddie Anderson in for this one by all accounts. Vegas coming off a game the night before in Washington. I'm not sure how that game turned out, but on a back-to-back -back on the road against Carolina, who just got beaten handily by New Jersey, they're going to probably win this game, the Carolina Hurricanes. They got Freddie Anderson in net. The tired, injured Vegas team isn't going to be too much for them to handle. It's just it's just hard to have a complete picture of this game without knowing what Vegas's lineup will be. Mark Stone, in an, he's been in the COVID protocol. There have been a few instances in the last few weeks where players have surprisingly exited with the new rules after five days. If you pass all your tests correctly, you can come out. I won't know that until the day before, or until the day of, probably the afternoon of this game, whether or not he'll be playing. So you don't know on that. Max Pacioretty, their top scorer. He's on this road trip. He's recovering from, I think it was a broken, or maybe not a broken wrist, but he had wrist surgery. He's recovering. He might be back at some point on this road trip. I don't think it's going to be this game. But again, he's there. I don't know for sure yet. So you're not going to be able to place 
a really good bet on this game until you have all the information, which we do not right now. But regardless, I do think Carolina will take the win. They're just a solid, solid team. Vegas at full strength, not on a back-to-back, -back, would give them a good run. Vegas, depleted roster, road back-to-back, -back. don't know who they're playing in net. Probably a win for the Carolina Hurricanes. Next game on the night is the Philadelphia Flyers, plus 155 at the Islanders. Islanders are plus 190 at DraftKings Sportsbook as I record this. And this is just another chance for the New York Islanders to bank another two points off of the Flyers. Flyers basically have hit rock bottom for the second time this year. They hit it earlier this year, fired the coach, won a few games, and now they're going back to losing every single game. Not often as a team you can hit rock bottom twice in a year, but hey, that's the Philadelphia way. The Flyers' goaltending has been bad, their defense has been bad, and their offense really isn't producing right now. I did think going into the year that their offense would be not bad, but they just haven't found a way to score lately. Minus 190, a little too much for me to bet on the Islanders here, but I do expect them to win. If you're talking DraftKings, Noah Dobson is a big target for me. He's got an absurd 18 shots on 31 attempts in his last three games. You take that many shots and that many attempts against the Philadelphia Flyers goaltending, you're probably going to find your way to a couple of points. I expect a good night for Noah Dobson. Next game on the night is in Winnipeg. we got the Florida Panthers taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Florida coming off a stunning loss to Seattle, who for whatever reason seem to have their number this year, beating them in both games. But Florida's not going to lose two in a row. I don't care that it's on the road. I don't care that Winnipeg probably going to be starting Connor Hellebuck, who's been playing fantastic. Florida's preferred way of playing hockey is just to trade a ton of chances with their opponents and let their high-end talent outscore your high-end talent. So against Against Winnipeg, Winnipeg will counteract with Kyle Connor, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler, all really good players. But then Florida turns around, they fire at you with Jonathan Huberto, who's tied for the league lead in points. Alexander Barkov, one of the top three centers in hockey, one of the top three players, arguably, in the National Hockey League. They have a better offense. If Sergei Bobrovsky's on his game, they have equal goaltending and they have a better defense. Florida, a better team. Minus 150 is a perfect number here. Happy to bet it. The Florida Panthers will win this game against the Winnipeg Jets. Next one is really hard to judge for me. Edmonton at Vancouver. I don't have odds yet and for good reason. Vancouver's roster is just kind of a in a mix right now. I don't know if they're going to have Bo Horvat back. He should be eligible to come back. JT Miller maybe. Thatcher Demko and Nett might be ready to come back. So Vancouver, too much unknown with their roster for me to bet this game. I do think that Edmonton, after finally getting a win over the Calgary Flames on Saturday, they're probably going to ride that momentum. If Miko Koskin can play as well as he did against Calgary, where he was exceptional, allowed three goals, but he did make over 45 saves. If he can keep that form up, the Edmonton Oilers are going to go back to winning some hockey games. Get a little confidence going in Edmonton. Dreisaitl scored a couple. McDavid had some helpers. The boys are back. I really hope that the line in this one is too much for me to bet because I don't want to bet on the Edmonton Oilers. But if it's anything like minus 140, minus 130, I'll probably have no choice but to bet on the Edmonton Oilers, which I hate doing. But got to make some money. Last game of the night is in Seattle. Seattle plus 140, Nashville minus 170. Finally, a reasonable line on a Seattle Kraken home game. They did beat the Panthers as big underdogs. An impressive win, but I'm still not sold enough to bet on them, even at the plus money. Nashville is a team I actually rode pretty successfully for a few weeks, but then recently has been a team that I've been fading very, very unsuccessfully. So I just don't have a great handle on Nashville at the moment. So I'm going to 
stay away. They were a great buy low spot for a while. I thought they were a good sell high after their hot streak, but they've kept winning games. So I'm going to take a back seat, avoid betting on the Nashville Predators for a while. Just going to watch this game, see how they play, see if I can get some info for future bets on the Predators. Avoiding the game. And that's the last one on the night. So to wrap up the bets, I'm on Dallas at minus 130 and Florida at minus 150 for sure. Thinking long and hard about betting on the Ottawa Senators at minus 160. Going to wait to see what the goaltending matchup is there. And if I get reasonable odds on the Oilers, maybe I go there. But I'm really hoping that the odds are bad enough that I don't have to do that. For shot props, which have been the real moneymaker this year, none of them are offered yet as I record this. They come out the day of the games. These are the guys that I'm looking for early. I'm going to look for a number on Kyle Connor. He's usually at 3.5. Anything up to minus 180 on Kyle Connor at that number, I will happily take. Like I said, there's going to be a ton of chances in that Florida Winnipeg game. Connor's going to need to shoot a ton. Sidney Crosby's been hitting his over a bunch for Pittsburgh. He missed last game, but before that, he was on a mega hot streak, taking a ton of shots. If you get a good number on him at over two and a half shots, I would take that. Rupe Hintz has been a guy for Dallas who was a money-making machine for us for a while. 2.5 shots for him yesterday was minus 200. I don't like betting minus 200 odds. Obviously, there's just not enough return there. But if you can get decent odds on Rupe Hintz, I would look there. And on the New Jersey Devil side of that game, because I do think they will get some shots, Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer have been cashing for me lately as well. So those are the first ones that I'm going to look to to find some nice numbers. But... I always find a few surprises. They always throw some options at me that I wasn't considering. So they, those bets will all be in my premium article tomorrow. Again, DM me on Twitter if you want access to that. And then lastly, for golf, it's an early start this week. We got Wednesday, the Farmers Insurance Open tees off. I got to go with my guy, Joseph Brown, I know this isn't the golf show. Pat Mayo has the golf covered on the Mayo Media Network. Kenny Kim, Tyler Tambellini, Tambellini, sorry. They got the golf covered with a Fantasy Golf Degenerates podcast, but I got to chime in with my pick because my guy is on fire this week. Joseph Brown at 200 to 1. Two great weeks back to back. Comes to a course that fits his game perfectly at Torrey Pines. 200 to 1 to win. I will be making that bet. I suggest everyone do the same. Thank you again for watching, and we will see you tomorrow for another slate of games. Again, Cecil Peters for the Mayo Media Network. Thanks for watching.